Bring It On is a public affairs program exploring the people, issues, and events affecting the African-American communities in South Central Indiana and beyond. Bring It On is a forum for the people, by the people, produced by an independent team of volunteers working at the studios of Community Radio WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana, and financially supported by listeners like you. Good evening, I'm Clarence Boone, and welcome to Bring It On, a multiple award-winning radio broadcast in our 18th year as Indiana's only weekly community radio show committed to exploring the people, issues, and events impacting the African-American community. The theme for the City of Bloomington's 2023 Black History Month celebration is Black Innovation. The month's events will celebrate and explore Black inventors, creators, and change agents and how Black innovators change the way we live through their contributions, from the traffic light to the cell phone. Most people have heard about famous inventions like the light bulb, the cotton gin, and the ironing board. However, there are countless others, often overlooked creators and inventions that make our daily lives easier. Also on the Indiana University Bloomington campus, the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center, has curated experiences for Black History Month that are centered on the theme for the love of soul. A quintessential element of Black culture, soul is that special something that makes us who we are. It is a particular aesthetic that acknowledges Black brilliance, beauty, and creativity in a multitude of ways. From the arts and cuisine to intellectualism and community tradition, we are all excited to celebrate all the soulful people, places, and things this Black History Month. Joining us this evening to talk about Black History Month are the City of Bloomington Safe and Civil City Director, Shatoya Moss, and Indiana University's Director of the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center, Gloria Howe. Ladies, welcome to Bring It On. Thank you, Clarence. Happy to be here with you. Thank you. I thank you both for accommodating us, and just so that our listeners know, this is a pre-recorded conversation prior to the first event that will kick off on January the 27th at the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center. And um, now, Shatoya, if I have that correct, um, if not, if there's an event that the city's planning prior to that, please, please let me know. But I do see that the Black Culture Center is having a kickoff event. Uh, to celebrate the theme entitled A Night at the Soul Train. And I've been exercising great restraint from doing a Don Cornelius impersonation at this point. I'm not going to do it until the end of the show. But there's no way you can say A Night at the Soul Train without me thinking of Don Cornelius with that famous line. But I'm not going to do it. But this will be Friday, January the 27th at 6 p.m. in the Grand Hall of the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center. Uh, Gloria, what can we expect? at the night on the soul train. Do we have to get our tickets punched? <laughs> it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good night. Um, the Neil Marshall is traditionally known for hosting really creative kickoff celebrations. Um, we've done a juke joint. We've done a worship service. We've done a fashion show. And now we're doing um, an ode to an iconic a television show in in not just Black history but American history. So uh, we're really excited about this about this kickoff. It's going to be super fun, and and anybody that has been to Neil Marshall kickoff knows that um, anytime you attend, it's not going to be exactly the way that you would expect. So there's going to be some 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 special twists 
that we um like to put on things to make it our own. So we're gonna have some surprise um guests <laughs> um that are going to be in our in our midst. We're gonna um also pay homage to um the IU Soul Review. So um one of the the songs that we will be grooving the night away to is going to be uh, Music is Just a Party, which was um, one of the earlier recordings of the IU Soul Review. Um, a lot of folks don't know that um, the review under the leadership of founding director Portia Mosby recorded um, a couple of songs in, in the studio. And one of those is Music is Just a Party. So this is a time for us to celebrate Soul Train, um, to celebrate Soul Music, and also just to celebrate uh, Black IU history, which is something that we try to do in all of our events. So it's going to be, it's going to be a good night. And we want everybody to bring, bring, just bring it just 100% so that we want folks to wear their costumes, their 70s and 80s attire, your afros, put your pics in your hair. If you got some afro sheen you want to bring with you, you can do that too. Um, so we just want to really want to have a good time and, and really play up the theme of the event. So it's going to be a good night. Well, you know, I have some on both of you all because when I watched Soul Train in black and white, oh, no, no, we had coaches. But, <laughs> uh, the big thing was, of course, bell bottoms and afros, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, of course, the man himself, uh, the signature host, Don Cornelius, with that baritone voice, um, put Soul Train on the map, and I guess went head to heads with uh, American Bandstand. In so mm -hmm. many ways out, outshone American Bandstand um, because it really was soul that was portrayed for maybe what, 60 minutes on a Saturday when, when we were watching it. So I imagine we'll have the Soul Train dance line. I mean, that's a given. I mean, that's not Absolutely. a surprise. I, I know that. And and Shatoya will be coming down there with her with her boots and her <laughs> Afro puffs and her leather bell-bottom pants. And Oh, I'm giving her costume. Let me stop but anyway, <laughs> Toya will, she will she will be in the in the number. So folks need to come out to see what what okay. she's got planned because she she got some special stuff planned. And when you mentioned Portia Portia Maltzby, of course, wow, uh, she was the one who was the first director of the Soul Review. Mm -hmm. And uh, Portia Maltzby, I think one of her uh, claim to fame that she told me years ago is that she jammed for a while with Parliament. Mm -hmm. And um, they were jamming and she was on the keyboards and, you know, she didn't sign the contract, but uh, I'm so glad that they're going to be playing music uh, from the Soul Review. And um, so this will again be Friday, Friday, next Friday, this coming Friday, rather, is the time of this airing at 6 p.m. in the Grand Hall. Now, is there a price for admission? No, it's free. Free. So mm -hmm. free admission and for free food. You can't have a Soul Train without. Yeah, we got, we got some little snacks. Mm -hmm. Okay, little snacks like like rib tips and uh, catfish. And, you know. Hey, you never know. Okay, you never know. Okay, all <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, we'll go ahead and and uh, I'm a little. I tell you what, we'll come over to Chatoya, Chatoya City, the city of Bloomington's Black History Month activities. When do they, uh, as we say, jump off? When do they start? The city's kickoff will actually take place that following Monday after the Dill Marshall kickoff, which will be January 30th at City Council uh, Atrium and Council Chambers. We will be starting with a reception at six o'clock with a program promptly starting at seven. And we are excited to have 
a lot of different features this year. We will be having our keynote, Miss Elise Smith, who is the creator of Fatness Fiction. So again, the theme is celebrating Black innovators and creators and change agents. And she is one of the people that has been in Bloomington thriving and making those changes and really highlighting different body types and structures. So we're excited to have her uh, come share some, some gems with us. We'll be also having some performances, acapella from True Music Group. Our MC for the evening will be another change agent himself, Mr. Sahir, uh, Muhammad Sahir, who is a local therapist who makes, he started at IU, but now he owns his own company and he starts, you know, making small changes within the community and really we're celebrating these groups of people. If, you, if, you're, if you're catching my theme here, I'm, I'm right. looking on folks who who are, you know, our Black innovators that are local. And then we are also really excited to have uh, Be Finer Tees be joining us, who will be our official Black History Month vendor. So definitely come out, bring your coins, bring your cash app, your credit cards. Uh, Miss Sahir will be selling t-shirts and other Black History Month merchandise. Okay. Uh, Elise, not Eloise, but Elise Smith, I see is a doctoral student at IU. And uh, so, again, if I'm clear, she is coming on to uh, enlighten the audience on how to celebrate one's body and not feel shamed about one's looks and appearances. That plus also just get us really excited about the upcoming events and things that we're going to come in contact with about learning about other Black creators and innovators. Again, like yeah. I said, she has created that fiction from the ground up and it has just become this thriving piece of work. Um, and we're just excited to have someone like that who is, you know, of a generation of inventors, if you uh, say. Okay. And continuing on the legacy of other Black inventors who typically get overlooked. You know, um, if, if you're a parent and you have children or for your own uh, edification, if you ever make it to a Black-owned bookstore and if they have those posters that say Black inventors, buy it, frame it, Absolutely. keep it in your home. Absolutely. So many things have been taken from our culture, uh, modified, and uh, used for other cultures, not just majority culture, but other cultures. We have contributed so much. I saw a, and you may have seen it too, but there was a uh, town hall discussion the other night on MSNBC, uh, right after Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, uh, which was a reconciliation uh, discussion on, on race issues. And I was always struck by just how much, how much we've contributed to our society. And sometimes how little we get uh, acknowledged for what we've done. But nevertheless, I'm so proud that uh, this is going on. Uh, let's go back to the soul queen herself, Miss Gloria Howe, Food for the Soul on February the 8th. What's going on there? Food for the Soul is both a celebration of Black culture through food, um, as well as Black philanthropy. And so um, that particular night, this is an event where folks actually have to register. Mm -hmm. So we're going to release the link um, just so we know how to prepare. But we'll have a soul food dinner that night in the Grand Hall, February 8th at 6.30. And the highlight of the night will be um, a conversation with an IU alumnus, Mercedes Jones, who graduated um, from IU a few years ago. She's a, a young alumnus and Mercedes, 
was the founder of the Crimson Cupboard, which is um, the pantry on the campus um, of Indiana University where, where students, primarily students, can go and get um, food items that they may need. And so the point of this event is to um, really highlight and celebrate um, Black philanthropy, but not just from a financial or a standpoint, but also um, helping students to realize the importance of giving back to their own communities right. um, and showing them that you can do that. You don't have to be some you know rich millionaire or some alum that's gone off to have these amazing accolades and jobs and things like that. Um, you can give of your time, but also your service. And we know um, we just came off of MLK Day, and you know service is is a big a big part of our our community. Um, and so we want students to know that you can give um, just as much of your time and energy and um, your skills in that way to impact um, the community positively. So we're excited about that conversation with um, with Mercedes and the Mill Marshall is also um, going to launch at this program, our own um, initiative to help students, particularly black students that are in need um, when it comes to, to food. So um, we're excited and looking forward to that. Excellent. If anyone has studied the, the African-American culture as with other cultures, but one uh, aspect of our culture that we can really uh, boast about are probably three things. One is our self-expression. One is our fashion sense. And then third would be our cooking. Uh, so many elements of our history are, are just ingrained in our cooking. I know I recall, Gloria, uh, years ago, we had a conversation. You were heading home for Thanksgiving and you were sort of detailing what you're expecting and that, that you knew it probably in the airport what the aroma would be as you walk through the front door. And, uh, and that's true. In most Black homes, uh, cooking has sort of been that, uh, that central drawing element for conversation, fellowship, for reminiscing, laughing, jiving, whatever. You know, it's, it's the food. It's, it's the food. Um, Shatoya, as I look at uh, the cities, Black History Month. And, and first of all, thank you ladies for complimenting one another in your programming. That's the way to do it. It's always been done that way. And you all are just continuing that trend because um, for anyone in the city to say, well, I didn't know and, and I didn't know where to go. There is no excuse, both on the campus and in the city, you're gonna get a full flavor of black culture. Um, and, and we just applaud these two ladies. So both work hard tirelessly. And I know that you're Papers and documents are still wet with ink as you're just trying to meet deadlines. I know that. I know that. And it's going to come across perfectly. Um, what other things, uh, Shatoya, during the first week can we expect uh, from, the, from the city of Bloomington? Well, our next event right after our kickoff will be the Black Market. Um, and just to go off what you're saying about collaboration, I'm actually really excited that we're collaborating with Indiana University Black Graduate Student Association on this project. We are going to be paying homage to the original Black market that was firebombed in 1968. And this Black market will take place here at City Hall, Saturday, February 11th. Again, another free event for Black organizations, Black-owned businesses, Black creators, artists. 
to come and have a space that affirms their businesses and that way they can share their information and also sell some goods. Um, we're excited to host this for the first time for the City Black History Month. But again, I just really wanna point out that the Black Graduate Student Association has been doing this for quite some time. So we're really happy that we're able to do this close collaboration and make this, this program grow. So hopefully we really do see a lot of our community members come out and see some of these Black business owners. And I just want to plug that we're highlighting all Black creators. I'm excited to say that we have a nine-year-old who will actually be setting up a table and selling friendship bracelets. So Excellent. anyone and everyone who identifies as a Black person, come and come be celebrated. So again, that's going to be in City Hall and it'll be from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. We'll have the table set up. And again, our official vendor, Ms. Atiyah Sahir, will be here with her actual, her press. So she'll be able to do some custom orders too. So looking looking forward to some of these cool little, little things we're able to put in this year. And for our listening audience, uh, if you're probably wondering, boy, black market, I never heard of the black market. Well, next time you're down on Kirkwood and you walk by People's Park, that's where the black market stood for a number of years, started by students, run by students. And I've talked to individuals who were here back when that was a thriving place. Uh, uh, you know, I, I know we don't have this problem now, say for instance, getting hair care products. I, I mean, I know that's a thing of the past. And I know that everything is plentiful, right. But that's the place that you went to to get such things uh, as uh, uh, those commodities that were helpful for the black community. Um, but anyway, we're going to celebrate and acknowledge and recognize that. And if you just tuned in to bring it on, I have the pleasure of speaking with two ladies who are pulling this all together. Black History Month occurs in the, during the month of February. Uh, it has evolved from Black History Week uh, from back in the day. And probably before then, it was Black History Day. But no, it's Black History Month. And someone once said Black history is every day of the year, which I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. But with us tonight, we have the City of Bloomington Safe and Civil City Director, Shatoya Moss, and from IU, the Director of the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center, Gloria Howell. Okay, ladies, so we're coming through that first week, uh, sort of spilling into week two. Gloria, what's going on on the, on the IU campus during the second week? Uh, during the second week, it's, it's that's when things start to kind of pick up for us um, at the Black Culture Center. On um, February the 11th, um, I want to go off of, of what Shatoya just mentioned with the, with the Black Market. So before we head to the Black, black Market, we'll be having books and brunch um, at the center, which is a signature Neil Marshall event that our students host. And they're in the process now. They're, for some reason, they want to keep the books book under wraps for me. And I guess they want to surprise me, um, but they are choosing the book that they want to read. They have several choices. And today they mentioned to me that they wanted to, to um, send out a poll via Instagram to let the, their, let our supporters um, choose the book. So we'll see what that is, but that's, we just get some, some brunch type of food um, to have and, and we eat and, and discuss the book. So that's been um, a, a, a Neil Marshall favorite that we just started a couple years ago. Um, but on February 14th, I wanted to mention something. Um, that's Valentine's Day, of course. And also for those that don't know, that's National Black Literacy Day. So we encourage folks to read on that day. Um, but at the Neil Marshall, we're hosting an event called Heart and Soul. 
And that is our Black faculty and staff appreciation. And so um like to, to let folks know that the Black Culture Center, while it is a, a space for students, is also a space for faculty, Black faculty and staff to find community. And we know in a place like Bloomington and at a place like Indiana University that's predominantly white, sometimes we don't see each other as much as we need to. So this is an opportunity um, for Black faculty and staff to see each other and be in community with each other. Um, we'll have some lunch for faculty and staff. This is on the 14th um, from 11 to one. And we'll also have um, opportunities for fac Black faculty and staff to get resources from the university. We'll have an aromatherapy um, uh, station for them. We'll have um, opportunities for them to talk with Healthy IU, um, which is the entity on campus that you know deals with mental health and and uh, physical health and and support faculty and staff while they're on campus, and also some IU human resources folks just to let them know what's available. Um, and the students are hosting this event, the Black President's Cabinet. Oh, um, so we're excited about this. this was all their idea. They're making um, affirmation jars to give to the faculty and staff to say thank you um, and to show love to them for being the heart and soul of our campus and being the heart and soul of Black IU. So um, this is their brainchild. And I'm just, I'm going to go as a staff member and get my little affirmation jar. <laughs> so um, I'm excited about that. That's that's a student-led event. Um, and then on the, the, am I into week two? Is that still week two? The 15th? Um, yes. The 15th is Black Archives um, pop-up exhibit and faculty talk. Really excited about this event. It's in collaboration with the Lilly Library as well as the Department of African-American and African Diaspora Studies and Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, um, the undergraduate chapter on campus. But we'll be hosting an exhibit that has um, artifacts from the Black Power era. Um, the Black Home Center and Archive will also be there with some artifacts and following the exhibit, which will be open um, from four to six on that day, we'll have a talk from Dr. Jacoby Williams, who is the um, a Black Panther scholar, Black Power scholar, um, and also the chair of the Department of African-American and African Diaspora Studies. Um, so he will talk about some of his work related to the Black Panther Party, and then we'll have a reception and a little bit of music over in the Bridgewater's Lounge at the Neil Marshall. So all of those events are open to the public, um, and we invite folks to come out and and enjoy, um, well, the faculty and staff obviously is for faculty and staff, but we would love for folks to come out to um, the Black Archives event. And for those faculty and staff that are listening right now, you know, students um, want to acknowledge you and want to affirm you and uh, heart and soul. Uh, I like that concept of coming and being loved on by students. Uh, they recognize all the hard work you do. And uh, you did say there was aromatherapy. Uh, but is there anybody one there that's going to be able to rub my toes or anything like that? Or is there a massage <laughs> masseuse there or someone <laughs> to rub the neck? You know, because <laughs> all hey, the stress of being a faculty and staff there, ever. <laughs> it is a, it's, it's stressful. It's stressful. We, we, we're working on getting someone to do some yoga in okay. there. So um, there just might be, you know, a little bit more physical activity <laughs> to get people to loosen up a bit. So I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Well, I mean, again, for, for, for the Black faculty and staff that are tuned in, please come out and avail yourself of, uh, of this wonderful tribute to you, our, our, our treasures, our, our 
our, our teachers and, and to hold that title as teacher means so much. Um, Shatoya, essay contests. What can we look forward to during the month of uh, Black History Month? We are looking forward to a deep dive and some great literature from some great young people. Uh, again, we are happy to be bringing the essay contest reception back in person. They'll be taking place on Thursday, February 16th at Fairview Elementary. They're excited to host us again. We will be having multiple topics this year, um, looking at all Black inventors. So George Crumb, he is the inventor known for inventing the potato chips. We have Lonnie Johnson, the African-American inventor known for inventing the super soaker and a, a great host of other inventors. Again, those that have been overlooked, whose ideas have been stolen. So we're excited to have young people write some essays and of course celebrate everyone for taking the time and really researching and kind of understanding how deep black history truly goes. Um, and I wanna encourage everyone to stop by City Hall, even if you don't attend any events, we'll actually have a display having some of these black inventors and innovators and change agents right in our display case in the atrium. So take some time, stop by, that way you're able to kind of get your own little piece of information that you may have not known. And of course, always visit the Black History Month website, which is www.bloomington.in.gov backslash BHM. All the essay contest information is there. Again, we celebrate elementary, middle, and high school students. Each student respectfully on third place level gets $75, the winner. For the second place winner, they all get $100 each. And then the first place winners all get brand new iPads courtesy of IU Credit Union. So we're really excited to celebrate these students, but also for all of our volunteers, they're gonna be able to read some great essays and probably get a nice laugh out of them. They're always funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's again, just kind of highlighting some of those not so well-known um, contributors to the things that we use still today and the things that we need in order to thrive. I know I can't go too far without my cell phone. Well, the cell phone oh. was by at African-American. <laughs> Say that again. I said the cell phone was invented by African-American. So these are some things that we definitely need. And I, I love that our young people are going to get the opportunity to learn these facts and understand that we as a community today are still using inventions that were created back in the 1900s and the 1800s and how they have grown since. So, so you're telling me that the device that has captivated the world, uh, yeah. that people cannot go an hour without looking at, does uh, everything from, uh, you can talk, first of all, that's what it was initially designed to do is to talk, you have a calendar, could calculate things, you could do online purchases, uh, you name it, there's an app for everything that's coming out. There are so many small nuances of how Black contributors have changed our world. That's right. You have Sister Rosetta Tharp, she is the inventor of rock and roll. That's a whole genre of music that has changed, you know, so many people's lives for the better. You have Mrs. Mary Van Britton Brown, she is known for inventing the security system. How many of us have rings in our homes and how many of us, you know, rely on some of these safety mechanisms just to stay safe and protected? So, again, I'm really excited that we get to highlight a lot of these Black and, black and African-American contributors that we still use a lot of these things today. And don't forget the super soaker. I mean, soaker. you can't go a summer without using a super soaker. Um, and, and that's a little humorous, but the things we take for granted. Um, 
Here's one that we all know we have used, well, phrases have developed based on the inventions of, of one, well, one in particular, one African-American. When you hear the phrase, the real McCoy, that's mm. a reference back to Elijah McCoy, who created a self-lubricating device for trains. Now, if that had not been invented, then where would we be? I mean, he was an engineer way back when, but the real McCoy, people could see things that were often imitated, but you could never duplicate it. And they'd call it out and say, no, that's not the real McCoy. And we use that phrase today. But uh, thank you for that. And, and I'm really turned on by innovation and, and, and inventions. Uh, yeah, it's, it's changed our world in such a way. And again, we also want to highlight those innovators. It may not necessarily be inventors, but pe people like Elise Smith, who again is a creator in her own right, Miss Tabitha Brown, who has created a brand for herself, and now she's in Target. And I don't know how familiar you're all with, you know, TikTok and Instagram, but some of these social media uh, folks, Kev on stage, these people, you know, they bring laughter into our homes, they fill us, they give us information and how we receive information. So the way that our world is create is starting to turn with modernization has started, like you said, with some of these beginner Black engineers and inventors, and look at us now. <laughs> right, right. Um, and we jump from a discussion on innovation and invention to the Black Knowledge Bowl, and that's been a mainstay through the years. And of course, the IU Black uh, IU Del Marshall Black Culture Center is hosting the Black Knowledge Bowl on Wednesday, February the twenty second. We're sort of jumping around the month of February. We'll come back to some earlier events, but. Uh, 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 if, Lori, if you can give us a little bit, if you can, on the history, if you will, and uh, just how many teams so far have, have entered or do you anticipate, a, you know, just a, a great rush to sign up teams? And can you give us the background on what people can expect with the Black Knowledge Bowl on Wednesday, February the 22nd? Yeah, Knowledge Bowl is, is another Neil Marshall favorite. It's a signature event. Um, in fact, last academic year, 2021-2022, was the 40th anniversary of the Black Knowledge Bowl. Um, and we're transitioning, of course, still kind of transitioning back from COVID or being being away. So we decided we're just going to keep celebrating this 40th anniversary. Um, and so the the as you can see from, from heart and soul, a lot of the events that are being planned um, and even the kickoff to to some extent, and I, I needed to mention that the kickoff is also being co-hosted by the African-American Arts Institute. Um, and a lot of their students are involved, but the Knowledge Bowl is being planned by our Neil Marshall Leadership Academy, um, which is a, a cohort of about 25 freshmen and, and sophomore students. And one of the things about the Leadership Academy is that we try to instill in them history about Black IU. Um, particularly Black faculty and staff. And so we talked to them about who Dr. Malsby is and why she's important, not only for um, Indiana University history, but just the history of Black music and Black culture and ethnomusicology. And so um, those students are planning the Knowledge Bowl. So 40 years ago, when the Knowledge Bowl first started, Dr. Malsby was a faculty member in African-American and African diaspora studies. And um, she, along with uh, students who were Triple ADS majors um, came up with the idea of hosting the Knowledge Bowl, um, and some of you may remember 
I remember, so it, it's not something that was, I mean, I'm not old, but um, I remember waking up on Saturday mornings and watching quiz bowl competitions with um, students from different schools. And Knowledge Bowl kind of has that quiz bowl, um, that quiz bowl kind of look to it and feel to it, but it's all black everything. And that's why it's, it's amazing. It's just black trivia, black knowledge, um, and students getting to test each other on black knowledge. Um, and so it's actually evolved over the years. Um, when Dr. Mossby um, first birthed the idea, it was um, residence hall versus residence hall. And it was, you know, the Black Student Union versus, um, you know, the IU Soul Review and all these other groups. And that's still the case for the most part. Um, in fact, the reigning Knowledge Bowl champions is the IU chapter of the NAACP. And so um, we're looking to do those things again this year in terms of having teams um, compete. But one of the things that we try to do now is really incorporate the Black History Month theme um, and have like different activities involved instead of just having one big um, Knowledge Bowl game, there's like a series of activities. So um, we might have something, anything from like finish the lyric, um, the <laughs> lyrics of the song. Um, this year, the students were talking about, since we're talking about soul and soul train and all these different things, to have like a dance competition, a dance off. Um, so they want to do different kind of pockets of activities that have like this um advancement system like if you make it through one you get to move to the next and they kind of get harder at every level um and so they're still working out a little bit of the the logistics with that but I think it's going to be something fun and something that if if students um participate it will involve um a lot of movement um and we're also looking to get kind of what Dr. Mosby started which was having black faculty and staff actually judge um the 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 competition piece of the knowledge bow and of course there will be a prize um so we're really excited we're really excited about that and the students kind of um juxtaposed to that or simultaneously rather as they as they plan for the knowledge bow they're doing some archival work about the knowledge bow itself so we have um students that are reaching out to dr maltzby as well as some of her students to talk about what that first knowledge bow was like um, and we're gonna we have some old photos that we found in our archives from the first few knowledge bowls that will be on display um, at the event. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, one request I have, if possible, can you record that particular uh, event and put on YouTube or somewhere? Absolutely, we can do that. We can do that. We'll make it available. Because because you know you just like to see the the beads of sweat on brows as the questions <laughs> posed. You know the integrity of your organization's on the line. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get it yeah, right. You don't, you don't want to embarrass anybody. And and, and you did say the, uh, the the most frequent champion or reigning champion. I thought it was Kappa Alpha Psi. So anyway, on that note, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. uh, let me segue into Greek organizations. <laughs> As you ponder that, let me segue into Greek organizations. What are the Greek organizations doing? Um, uh, or if they have, say, standalone events, I believe, and I'm still trying to find an organization, I, I can't remember, someone had a blood drive, drive that they were hosting. But along those lines, what are the things, 
for either of you to answer. What are, what are the Greek uh, organizations uh, doing to help this out? Um, well, annually, I know that Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, the Bloomington Alumni Chapter, does their annual pancake breakfast. So that will be returning this year. And then Zeta Phi Beta, also the alumni chapter, will be hosting their Bowling for Babies. And a lot of that information you'll be able to find in the city of Bloomington, Black History Month um, Partners community calendar. So with that calendar, which is still taking... Um, submissions, uh, the online version, the printed versions will be given out on our kickoff. We'll host both IU events, city events, as well as other community partner events. So that's events hosted probably by the library, by other nonprofits or other groups. Um, the Zetas did recently hold a blood drive also here during MLK Day um, in City Hall. So I think that's maybe what you're referring to. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, that happened during MLK Day, and I, I believe that was a, a successful blood drive. So yeah, check out the calendar. Make sure you pin some events. Try to make as many as you can. Um, obviously, you can tell just between myself and Dr. Glow here, there's a lot. <laughs> just between the city and IU, there's a lot to go on, but we still want to make sure that we support those other groups um, out there also doing this work. It's important that we, we, we support each other as a community. Uh, NAACP, I know, is active with this and, and uh, several ways, if not uh, attending, getting their members to come out and attend. Uh, they may, in, in fact, be a sponsor. But before we get into that conversation on sponsorships, uh, I just for our listeners who've just joined us, we have a pleasure of speaking with uh, Bloomington Safe and Civil City Director, Ms. Chatoya Moss, and Indiana University's Director of the Bill Marshall Black Culture Center, Dr. Gloria Howe. And forgive me, Gloria, for not uh, affirming your title as a doctor. Um, and I know you forgive me. Thank you. Uh, they're joining us this evening to discuss the upcoming events of interest for Black History Month. And I, and I do want to sort of segue because normally we rush at the end of our conversations as far as who's sponsoring or in some years, and please forgive us, we may not even mention uh, who sponsors are. So I want to open up to both of you if you could share with us those, those individual organizations or, or maybe individuals, if you feel free to mention them, uh, who have felt so moved and compelled to support what's going on that let's give them their props at this time. I know I, I see Boston Scientific for one and Greater Bloomington Chamber of Commerce. I even see Nick's English Hunt. Yeah, so those are actually our 2022 sponsors. I like to- ah. Uh, on our website as we finish col uh, collecting all of our new sponsorships. So you will definitely be seeing the city of Bloomington's updated sponsor, both in the calendar as well as at the kickoff. Uh, but like I said, we like to always highlight our sponsors. They do uh, the important part by helping funding our programs. And we're really proud to say here at the city that we only have one Black History Month program that we have to charge for. And because of the support of our sponsors and the support of our community members, we're able to continue to do that work to make sure that we are being inclusive and equitable. So everyone has an opportunity to come. But yeah, definitely still check out our 2022 sponsors. We like to highlight them as for as long as possible. But for the updated sponsors that will be unveiled like I said, come our kickoff, which will take place Monday, January 30th. So that was my timely and premature appeal to Boston. No Science problem. Hey, I'm, I'm glad you Bloomington Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> and next English Hut, please pull me yeah. up again this year. 
and support the 2023 Black History Month. I see Vinyl Friday. Is that somewhat of an extension of a night on the soul on the soul train, uh, Dr. Howe? It certainly is. That's a very good way of looking at it. Um, Vinyl Friday, February 17th from 1 to 4 at the Cook Center. And uh, one of the, the things about the No Marshall, we don't have a, a lot of quote unquote sponsors. A lot of our events are free, but we do have a lot of collaborators and partners, um, both campus and community. And so for this event, we're partnering with our friends over at the Cook Center um, Public Humanities, Indiana Public uh, Humanities and the Arts and the Cook Center. Um, shout out to them because they were really good to us. They've been good to us. Um, the staff over there is phenomenal. And when we were under renovation um, at the Black Culture Center last summer, we were able to host um, a couple of our events over there. And so um, we're visiting the Cook Center again. We're going to hang out with them for Vinyl Fridays. Um, and I'm excited about that event, one, because um, it's new for us and and it's it's something that is just really simple it's not a program or anything is it's something for everybody to enjoy we're asking everybody to bring your favorite vinyls so um, I know folks have their their favorite um, vinyls at home that they might put on the record player every now and then so we're asking them to bring their favorite vinyls um, for us to listen to and you can bring a book to read you can bring work that you have to do or you can just come fellowship and then um, the other part of that event is that one of the other collaborators is the Archives for African-American Music and Culture. So um, Dr. Tyron Cooper is the director and his staff. They will be there um, as the archives having um, a display of different records and um, artifacts from that represent Black culture and Black music. And they will be doing some educational activities for guests to enjoy, like music trivia and things of that nature. So um, there'll be some some snacks, but folks are welcome to bring their own lunch um, during that time. And we'll just listen to some good music and just kind of groove and, and get some work done. So we're excited about that. And sort of rounding out the month for uh, Indiana University and the reference that I'm referring to, of course, is by no means the sum total of all activities either on, uh, on the campus at Indiana University here in Bloomington or the city of Bloomington. Um, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Teach Out. Uh, if you can give us sort of the, the nuts and bolts of the Wakanda Forever, Teach Out. Yeah, that's on Tuesday, the 20, that's the last day of Black History Month, the 28th, um, six o'clock over at the, the Black Culture Center. Um, that event is actually a continuation of something that we did in the fall. We did a screening where we actually partnered with the city of Bloomington, um, Chatoya's office, and we um, showed, we did a, a screening of Black Panther over at the um, AMC 12 Theater on the west side of town. And after the, the movie, we had a talk back um, featuring uh, Muhammad Sahir, um, who's a, a counselor that Shatoya mentioned that's um, hosting the, the kickoff celebration, as well as um, Lisa Lenore, um, who's a faculty member in the journalism school, and Amber Lowe Woodfork, who is a, a grad student in religious studies. And so the conversation was so rich that that the students actually wanted to have a part two. And uh, so the, this teaching, we've invited uh, those same folks as well as some some more faculty and staff to join us on campus um, to do just a teaching where they'll take different themes from from the film and go into more detail about those themes and have some some rich dialogue around those themes. Um, 
and students, faculty, staff, community members, everybody's welcome to, to be a part of that event. So you have time to watch Black Panther for a second time or third time, for some people, maybe a fourth or fifth time, and then uh, join us at the Neil Marshall for a conversation, um, some some rich dialogue and, and, and some activities to go along with, with um, just being able to dissect that film. Well, I have you both. What are your thoughts on the sequel to Black Panther? Amazing. Amazing. Love to speak to us. Definitely award-winning performances all around. Yeah. I, I will be at that showing again because it's it's worth a hundred watches. It is such a beautiful film. Black art and cinema. Amazing. You sort of watch it with a heavy heart, but you uh, you leave uplifted. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's good that it, it is continuing on uh, and uh, in good fashion. Well, um, as you sort of end out the month of, uh, of Black History Month, there always is the Black History Month Gala or Gala. And yeah. it's billed as an evening of fine dining, great music, dancing as you recognize the 2023 Living Legend recipients. And I'll let you take it from there. Absolutely. The gala is basically the party to end all parties. Okay, we are able to talk about all of the things that had happened for Black History Month, starting with all of our kickoffs into the essay contest and the Black market and celebrating all those winners. Again, highlighting and thanking our sponsors, having some really great food. This year we'll be having a DJ, so excited to hear some amazing music along with the photo booth. And of course, celebrating our Living Legend recipient as well as our Outstanding Black Leaders of Tomorrow award awardees and the nomination for outstanding black leaders that is still up so if you know of anyone who is deserving and needs this recognition for being a great community member and doing service definitely head over to the commission on the status of black males webpage or go to the black history month webpage and nominate someone um, it is eligible if they are local uh, black and for the adult category, age 30 and under, and for the high school category, they just must be a high school student. So again, looking forward to this event, tickets do go on sale January 30th on the kickoff date. Um, and those tickets can be purchased for $60 at the Buskirk Chumley ticket office. There are also sponsorship options available. So if you or your organization would like to buy an entire table or a half table, Definitely look into that. Uh, again, you're supporting all of the Black History Month um, events and programs. And of course, we're gonna have a silent auction. And of course, we're gonna have a giveaway. And of course, we're gonna have a good time. So you don't wanna miss it. It'll be our first time back since 2019. Wow. It'll be our first back in person in Gala since 2019. So yes, come back. <laughs> now, now this is being hosted at offsite at the Woolery Mill here in Bloomington. Yes, yep. Woolery Mill with the reception starting at six, so that cocktail hour and the program starting promptly at seven. And I see uh, also, um, Gloria, that uh, there is a tribute or recognition in Assembly Hall on February the 16th. We're sort of jumping back, but the IU women's basketball team, which is performing phenomenally this year, uh, they will be uh, saluted or the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center will be saluted, recognized at the game. And the African-American Dance Company will perform 
Wow. And on top of all that, drum roll, free admission. So that's February the 16th at 8.30 at Assembly Hall. Uh, both our basketball teams are doing phenomenally well this year. So you, you don't want to miss that. I know that's a sort of a call to action, but you know, I take liberty on that one. Uh, so avail yourself of a lot of these activities that are going on. And we have about 10 minutes left. So I kind of want to turn to, okay, so someone's heard something tonight that I know that they're interested in. They, they like what they heard. They want to learn more. If you can give us your respective online sites where they can uh, log into and, and view a calendar, learn more about an event or the presenter, or uh, just uh, uh, what's going on, where, and all the, the who, what, when, where, where do they go? And I'll start off with uh, Gloria, if you can give us where on online for IU they should go. Yeah, all of our events will be on the IU events calendar. So if you go to events.iu.edu, but also um, there will be um, kind of an all things Neil Marshall Black History Month um, page on the Neil Marshall website that's uh, being built as we speak. And that is blackculture.indiana.edu um, where you'll find all of the events that we mentioned as well as a um, recommended book list curated by the Neil Marshall Library and a playlist of soul music curated by um, the Neil Marshall staff. So um, you can pick up all those that those tidbits of information on our website and also um, follow us on Instagram at NMBCC underscore IU and Facebook Neil Marshall Black Culture Center where we'll be um, putting up flyers and updates about events. So you'll have a uh... An audio clip of Always and Forever by Heatwave. All right. Final, I'm final archive song, right? I'm adding it to the list. All right. Shatoya, um, <laughs> uh, where can people go to learn about the city's uh, uh, list of lineup of activities? Yeah, absolutely. They would need to visit www.bloomington.in.gov backslash BHM. They are also more than welcome to call the Community and Family Resources Department or follow any of our social media pages. So the Community and Family Resource page or the Safe and Civil City Facebook page. We'll be putting high updates and highlights um, of all the programs. And of course, come to the kickoff and make sure you get your City of Bloomington Black History Month calendar, which will have a list of all of the community events. And that way you can stay on track and you don't even have to try to track anything down. Now, I want, I want to just open this up. Uh, you two are doing a yeoman's job or a yo woman's job in pulling all this together. And I know you have staffs, um, but then again, you're, you're doing overtime to make all this happen. What do you need from the listening public right now? What do you want the listening public to do? How can, they, how can we support what you're doing for the month of February? And by the polls, I could tell that you've probably never been asked that before. <laughs> um, I will say just come, just come and show support. Um, we really do this for the community and we really do this for the public. And it probably goes without saying, yes, Gloria and I, we probably get the least amount of sleep during this time. Um, we do work very hard and we like we work together, which I love this partnership that we have with IU and the Neil Marshall Culture Center because we are very intentional about our program and we do wanna put on really great programming and events and keep this history going. It's only you know a month worth, but it's such a wealth of months worth of events and programs. So 
if the bare minimum is showing up, that's that's exactly what we need. Now, of course, I'm not going to turn away any sponsorships because we want to keep these programs going. We want to elevate them. So if you want to give monetarily or you want to volunteer your time, definitely do that. Either program or even in community partners programs. So that is just kind of the essential need that I would ask for as being on the city side. Um, and we want to see some more young people, too. You know, IU students come to some city events, community members go to some IU events. Again, we really want to kind of merge that gap. We want to support each other in everything that we can. Well said, well said. And, and uh, Gloria, what can we do for you? I echo everything Toya said. Show up, show up in numbers. Um, you know, bridging those town and gown gaps. The IU events are not just for IU folks. The community events or city events are not just for folks that are non-IU. Everybody, this is this is time for us to come together. Um, Toya and I meet a lot of Black folks in the community, particularly Black graduate students and young professionals that move to this area. And one of the big question is, where are the Black folks at? Well, Black History Month, we're going to be everywhere. I'm just going to put it to you straight. We're going <laughs> to be everywhere. So this is no time, like you mentioned at the top of the show, Clarence, there's no excuse for somebody to say, well, I don't know what's going on. I don't have anything to do to celebrate Black History Month. There are literally events happening every single day almost, and not just from us, but you know, our partners and folks that are on campus and in the community, the churches, everywhere. So make sure that you mark your calendars. There's family-friendly activities. There are things for grad students. There's things for our more seasoned folks. There's literally something for everybody. So um, make sure that you just come out in numbers and, and, and show up and support. That's how we can do these things year after year. If folks show that they're interested and they want to they wanna celebrate with us. So, yeah. You know, one, one wonderful thing that I like about uh, this time of year, you know, we just celebrated the new year. But then again, we just celebrated Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. And, and it seems as if that date sort of starts the clock and starts the excitement as we look forward towards February. And so many things dovetail with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, celebration day. Uh, I know the city has done such things as a day on, a day, day on, not off, and 40 additional days of service and on and on, all these things to sort of keep the momentum going because so many wonderful tributes are given, so many celebratory words are shared. And during that sort of two week, if you will, span, if, if two weeks before the start of February, the, the synergy has started. So the 27th before the month starts of January, there's activity and the 28th and on and on and on. Um, so I, I just say that as my commentary, looking at what's about to take place starting this Friday in, this, in the city of Bloomington. Um, one last question, and I'll let your words be the last one during this interview. As you close your eyes and open them, it's March 1st. What are you going to do on March 1st? You're gonna take that well-deserved PTO day, <laughs> or what are you gonna do? Gloria, you're first. <laughs> You know, I'll I'll probably be at work on March 1st because we're starting Women's History Month event and we have something that first week. So um, I'll just hold out for spring break with okay. for my break time. <laughs> but we we're going to hit the ground. We'll get to slow down a bit, but we'll be supporting our friends at the Asian Culture Center for um, Asian American History Month. 
and uh, we'll support them in their events, but we'll also be getting ready for uh, celebrating Black women uh, for, for Women's History Month. So the break will come eventually. Right. So, so Gloria has answered, I'll take a long lunch on March 1st, but I'm back at it. Shatoya, Shatoya has that look in her eyes. What are you going to do, Shatoya, on March 1st? Pretty much likewise. I actually fly out the day after the Black History Month Gala to Washington, D.C. for the Governmental Affairs Conference. So I will be there listening to Condoleezza Rice, but also supporting my colleagues, uh, Marissa Parr-Scott, as she prepares for Women's History Month, as well as our partners on campus for Asian American Heritage Month as well. So the same thing <laughs> Dr. Gloria is going through. It really doesn't stop. As you mentioned, we we kind of start with MLK and we just hit the ground running all the way through. So. And, and it seemingly never stops, but it's good work. Um, it's good, it's good busy work. And at times, um, you two have been known to do good trouble to wake up a city, to wake up a nation. And we appreciate that. So with that, that was the last words for our two esteemed guests. Our thanks to Bloomington Safe and Civil City Director Shatoya Moss and Indiana University's Director of the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center. Gloria Howe, Dr. Gloria Howe, for joining us this evening to discuss upcoming events of interest for Black History Month. Bring It On has an open submission policy, so if you have an idea for this program, let's hear it. Send an email to our volunteer staff. The address is bringingon at wfhb.org. We want to make sure we share everything and anything affecting the African-American community with our listening audience in Bloomington and beyond. The email address, once again, is bringingon at wfhb.org. Org. Bring it on's executive producer is yours truly, Clarence Boone. Show consultant, WFHB News De uh, Department Director is Kate Young. Program engineer is Chantal LaFontaine. Original theme music was created by Jamil FM with additional background tracks by David Baker. For WFHB, I'm Clarence Boone, and please be sure to tune in next Monday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Bring It On right here on your community radio station, WFHB. You've been listening to Bring It On, a volunteer-powered production of Community Radio WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana. Bring It On is your forum for open dialogue on the people, issues, and events affecting the African-American community in South Central Indiana and beyond. Send your comments, suggestions, and story ideas directly to the Bring It On staff. The email address is bringit at wfhb.org. That's bringit at wfhb.org.